We have now reached to the 17th tradition from the commander of the faithful, Imam Ali, may God's peace and blessings be upon him. And in today's tradition, which again is a statement which he gave to Kumail ibn Ziyad, the very famous companion of the commander of the faithful, we want to look at the worth and the honor of the human being. Now this is a, a somewhat lengthy tradition today. Uh, which uh, breaks down this topic into four unique segments or parts. Unfortunately, however, the commentator has only reflected on the first part because of the sheer length of the tradition. And so we will only again look at that first part today and maybe in the future segments we may revisit this hadith and this tradition and go back into its depth in the other three so uh, subjects that the commander of the faithful has covered. Now we know that when it comes to the topic of the honor of the human being, we know that Allah has created each and every human with a sense of karamat or dignity of honor. And the commander of the faithful seeks to uh, further elaborate on this topic and he gives a unique definition for four specific ethical moral traits which are within the Islamic ethos. And he redefines these traits in a way which perhaps has not been seen before within the annals of Islamic literature. Let us first reflect and look at this hadith and hear what the commander of the faithful has to say to you and I. He states in this tradition, O Kumail, know that the best form of adornment for a believer, a man or woman, is humbleness and unpretentiousness, and his beauty lies in chastity and his superiority lies in deep contemplation on religious and worldly matters, and his eminence lies in avoiding meaningless conversation. Although the commander of the faithful has mentioned four important points within this tradition, again, we only want to reflect on the first one for today's discussion, and that is where the commander of the faithful states the following. He says that the best form of adornment for a believing man or woman is humbleness and unpretentiousness. Now, traditionally, when you look at this term of the beautification of a believer, the beautification of a human being, we tend to think of the physical, uh, the clothing that a person wears, the way that they are looking presentable, maybe the rings or jewelry that an individual would wear. This is what we traditionally consider to be the adornment or the beauty of a human being. But here the commander of the faithful is telling us something different. He's giving this word a non-material and immaterial definition and explanation. And, say, and he says that unpretentiousness, humility, humbleness is actually the true beauty of a believing man or woman. We can reflect on Surah Luqman verse number 18 or a portion of this verse in which Allah tells us the following, which, are one of, which was one of the commandments, one of the uh, advisements, one of the things which uh, Luqman had advised to his son, where he says to his child, وَلَا تَمْشِي فِي الْأَرْضِ مَرَحًا Do not walk about on the earth with pride or arrogance or in an exalting way. Now, even the commentator of this particular tradition, he brings up this question that what does Allah mean not to walk on the earth with pretentiousness, with uh, pride, with arrogance? Is it physically walking on the earth? Uh, you know, when we walk from home to school or we're going out in the park or we're going out for a stroll in the evening? 
And he gives a definition and he mentions that this doesn't necessarily mean, this word uh, to walk on the earth, this phrase doesn't necessarily mean the act of only walking, but rather what it could mean, and he favors this opinion, is that us in the way that we carry ourselves within society, the way that we talk to people, the way that we interact, the way that we walk as well, but our general overall demeanor and how we interact with people around us, that we should not act or uh, interact in an arrogant, uh, you know, conceited, condescending manner with other people. And that he says that this is actually what he believes to be the definition of this particular commandment from Surah Luqman, which again Luqman gave to his beloved son. He then also mentions a tradition from the commander of the faithful, Imam Ali, may God's peace and blessings be upon him, in which the Imam has stated that the fruit, the outcome, the result of humility, of this tawadu, of humbleness, is that you will actually gain friendship and love and companionship. And he says the opposite of this also is an outcome, that when a person shows pride, uh, arrogance, conceit, that the fruit of this act of conceitedness, of arrogance, is that he will have enmity and uh, people to dislike him, and he would have enemies. And so we see that this issue of humbleness, humility, is something which we all have to strive to uh, perfect within our lives, that we have to remove our pride, our pretentiousness, our arrogance, and we have to be, as we say, down to earth, humble uh, servants of Allah. If we want to attract friends, if we want to lead a wholesome, healthy life, then we need to remove all forms of arrogance that we have. And arrogance can come from many different ways. Uh, we don't want to go into that discussion today, but we have to realize that arrogance can is a trait which uh, can be manifest through many different things which happen to an individual within their life. So as we define that this issue of humbleness and pretentiousness is to keep away from pride, to keep away from arrogance, to keep away from um, any sort of act like this which would make people think that we are better than anybody else. The scholar then goes on to mention that this issue of humility, humbleness, is actually manifest at three different levels. He says the first level of humility is with Allah. It is how we deal with and interact with Allah, that we have to be humble and modest with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. The second level of humility and humbleness, he states, is with the believers, with the Muslims. And he is careful to single out the believers and the Muslims in this particular hadith. Although we are, act, or we are supposed to act respectfully with everybody, no matter what tradition they follow, no matter what religion they subscribe to, or whatever ideology they follow in life. However, we know that when it comes to this level of humility, this what, that what again, what we're looking at in this particular hadith, that this is reserved for the believers in the religion of Islam. And he doesn't go into much of a definition, and we won't also go into defining how we have to act with humility with Allah, and with the believers, um, because these are usually known and commonly accepted understandings that we have of how we deal with one another and how we deal with Allah. But the third and the final level of humility, he says, is to be humble when it comes to the truth. When we are presented with the truth of the religion or some truth of the world, and this is something which we didn't know before, this is a new discovery for us, we have to be able to be humble in the face of the truth. We can't be arrogant when the truth comes to us and to reject it and to deny the truth because, it's, because it is maybe something that we are not accustomed or aware of. And therefore, not only does humbleness and humility relate to how we deal with Allah and how we interact with the creations of Allah, 
But also we have to be ready to humble ourselves to the truth, to the realities, especially of the religion. When we are given commandments and injunctions from the faith, which we maybe didn't know, which we weren't aware of in the past, and we are given to understand that this is the truth of the religion, we have to be ready to accept it, to humble ourselves, to follow it, and to be those who are accepting of the teachings which Allah has given, without any, again, arrogance or pretentiousness or pride or any sort of show of pomp in the face of what is true and what comes from Allah, and obviously the 14 infallibles. We close and we ask Allah that we are given the ability to understand the truth as the truth and to follow it, to be able to recognize falsehood as being false and to reject it, and that we can be humble, sincere individuals and servants of Allah in the face of the rules of Allah, with dealing with the creations of Allah, and ultimately dealing with the rules that Allah has laid down. Wassalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.